You found it. The home of red-blooded American patriots. The Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner starts now. Patriots, welcome to episode 176 of the Patriot Review, Hamas Social Media Propaganda. Uh, we're going to have special guest Jason Shepard, who's the founder of Wimkin, the social media platform, and other platforms. He's going to be joining us and talking to us about how Hamas and other terrorist organizations are doing just that, using uh, social media for recruitment and much, much more. With the advent of AI and some of the deep fake videos that are out there. So that'll be an interesting conversation. But first, of course, I'm going to get to some of today's news stories. And upset a few people today, but you know what? That's just kind of the way it is. So to prove that our world is absolutely insane and upside down, Political Signal article, you cannot make this up, Dylan Mulvaney named Woman of the Year. Um, yeah. So I love the, I love the uh, beginning language of the article here. It really sums it up well. When it becomes socially acceptable to purposely break with reality and pretend the unreal is the real, you know society is in rapid decline. If it's not in a death spiral, it's close. And we appear to be rapidly approaching the point of no return. Case in point, transgender activist Dylan Mulvaney has been named Attitude Magazine's first woman of the year. I wish I was kidding. Well, of course, um, you know, like I've said many, many times, I really don't give a crap what a person's sexual preferences are or, you know, what if they're adults and they decide that they want to go through this change, you know, that that's really fine. I don't, I don't care. Personally, I think, um, general, this, uh, gender dysphoria was a name we used to call it. It used to result in treatment. I still think that that's probably the truth or closer to the truth that there may be some occasions, of course, but, uh, the suicide rates show it. And, um, it's a pity to me that our society has really cratered to the point where um, this is the kind of stuff that is focused on as being what should be just without question acceptable. And without question, uh, not only without question, but there's retaliata retaliation taken against people who question it whatsoever. So. Um, you know, I think it's a, it's, it is a symptom of our society being very sick and also the sexualization of our society. I mean, you know, uh, I've said this a number of times too. I, I don't want to, I don't want to appear like the old, uh, 
you know, the old uh, the the old guy who doesn't like or isn't interested in the sexual aspect of life. Of course, that's not true. However, there is a point, is there not? There used to be, you remember, I remember growing up and my mother telling me that she watched Elvis Presley on Ed Sullivan and how uh, the adults were upset by his body motions and everything else. And I used to also, and I have played guitar for over 40 years now, I used to play in a rock band in the 80s, believe it or not. And um, I used to think at that time there was a lot of stuff going around about satanic messages if you play the albums backwards and stuff. And I used to thought how ridiculous that was. And then, you know, but that's the uh, that's the young mind. And then, you know, the question becomes, at what point do you pass this line? At what point do you as a society slide into this abyss that you're not going to return from? And I think that any historian, any historian would look at uh, Greece and, uh, Rome, and Italy, Rome, the Roman Empire, and those empires that have collapsed and be able to honestly see and admit openly that one of the key things that's, that happened that, that led to their collapse was the erosion of their foundational principles and you know, like I said, I don't care what Dylan decides to do or what he doesn't decide to do or she or whatever. I don't I don't care. Uh, but what I do care about is the question of at what point in time is enough enough? And at what point in time do we have to so saturate our young people's minds that they become unable to cope with life? And I think we're at that point. I think with the safe spaces and the high schoolers running around with stuffed animals, because they can't handle daily stress and the over prescription of of drugs and uh, all this stuff that's going on, I think we have to question that. So we move from Elvis to you know trying to uh, turn our kids into Dylan here and not tell the parents about it when they're very very young and unable to make such life-changing decisions and that's honestly liberals that's what conservatives have the problem with it's it's not the choice it's when the choice is made and the fact that the parents are left out of it uh the parents definitely definitely are the ones that are in control and should be in control of raising their child and that's the main rub with socialist and marxist they want to take those that those decisions away from the parents and raise the kids to be good little Marxist clones and not question anything. And that is to defeat the demand for liberty and freedom. And that's really what that's about. It's not about anything else. It's not because, you know, they virtue signal all they want. But the difference between us and them is that we see through the bull and there is no denying what the true intent is i'm sorry that's just the truth and that's my thought on this is we've come from elvis shaking his hips to not telling the parents when they want to lop off appendages from from their own children which is obscene and absolutely unacceptable so also to show how how sick our society is um, you know, this is a, an indication of the two-tier justice system. So breaking Hunter Biden charges dropped. And here, you know, they show this crackhead with his with his cigarette and his meth addict or whatever the hell drug he's taking today. 
Um, have you seen the pictures of him, by the way, with his crack pipe and uh, the little girl that's, you know, nine or ten years old and in the little, uh, in the little uh, teddy? I mean, this is a guy who should be in prison. This is a guy who, well, his dad should be in prison, too, because they're both, in my mind, pedophiles. Uh, but um, the presiding judge overseeing the federal government's case against Hunter Biden has consented to dismissing a significant charge in order to facilitate the implementation of a settlement that the controversial first son had re recently reached with prosecutors. On Wednesday, U.S. District Judge uh, Mary Ellen Norica granted permission for the president's son to avoid legal consequences over a gun charge. A gun charge! Now, would you imagine if this were me or you or any other conservative that, um, you know, had a gun charge, uh, would we be getting this preferential treatment? Would uh, Donald Trump Jr. be getting this, pres this uh, preferential treatment as the president's son? The answer is no. Not only no, but hell no. And uh, here we have this blatant hypocrisy and this mockery of our judicial system. And the judge, once again, is taking part in being the problem. When, when are judges going to learn that they are to apply the law equally? And why did they forget that lesson? That's the bigger question. And what is the motivation? What's the money involved behind the scenes? What is the what is the reason somebody would sell their principles? Again, I go back to the quote in my documentary that uh, Vera Sharab, the Holocaust survivor, made about our times today as they compared to that terrible time in Germany. Um, her comment was that today we are fast approaching what existed back then is that the only standard is that there is no standard at all. And that that is what uh, really depend that is what is really happening in our society today. Schwarzenegger, of course, uh, you know, comes out of the woodwork once in a while. And his uh, comment is that Democrats want to F up every city in America. And I think that we're seeing that without a doubt. And um, that is evident in, you know, not only the so-called summer of love with BLM and Antifa, BLM, by the way, siding with Hamas, uh, many chapters, not just one. Um, so he uh, he makes a statement and, you know, he uh, supports strong military, low taxes, less government, more personal freedom. So he's basically a conservative or Republican. Um I don't know that I, I can say that I was impressed with him as a governor, although in California, I can't imagine working with California whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> that would be a nightmare. Um, and, of course, the biggest story of the day, and we're going to get to Jason in just a minute here. Emergency order issued for border agents after disturbing discovery reveals terrorist plan. According to information by the Washington Examiner, the U.S. Border Patrol has put agents on high alert after discovering that an attempt was made to gather the home addresses of agents with the intention of torturing federal law enforcement, including their family members. According to a screenshot shared exclusively with the Washington Examiner on Tuesday night, the FBI has begun an investigation into, into this concerning text message solicitations that ask for information that the sender claims would be used to target agents. So, you know, folks, 
Um, whose fault is this? Whose fault is this? I, I had a person comment on, on one of my posts that there is no such thing as the uniparty. And I replied, first of all, I laughed, and I replied and said, are you kidding me? I mean, the, the ultimate example is the border where we have one party who, you know, who knows that what the other party is doing is, a, is absolutely wrong and does nothing about it. And then they quibble about who should be speaker and what should be the what should be the, the, the first things being done. And, you know, Trump says it easy. America comes first. That's your job, folks. You don't, you don't, if you, if you uh, take, take care of America first, you'll take care of our allies. So the first thing should not be Israel on the minds of our people in Congress. The first thing should always be what, what's best for America. And by extension, that will automatically be best for Israel in cases like this and what they're going through. So it's uh, it's time to just wake up and get real. We'll be right back with Jason Shepard. After we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime, I uh, immediately felt that I needed to go to the hospital, though I was still pretty sick. And I met Jessica and our pastor there. And um, while we were in the room, we, Jessica and I, had just spent a few moments just with Grace alone. And it was, it was just a horrific um, sight to come upon. It was the fact that her daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our, our minds and our, just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We, uh, we took her BiPAP off because it was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone. And as soon as we did that, the color of grace changed. And, um, we had to accept that she was truly gone. Not one person stepped foot in that room. How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that. They knew they weren't going to convince us to put Grace on a ventilator. That means the money was going to dry up. They had to have the money. And when you follow the money trail all the way through, you see that a ventilator is about a $300,000 decision. That they had higher paying patients in the emergency room. Grace was worth more dead than alive. I have uh, Jason Shepard joining us here, and Jason, I think you're on mute there, buddy. And if you want to turn your, if you're on your phone, if you want to turn it sideways, and get the whole picture of you instead of just the. the oh, there uh, we go. This was um. You know what? I apologize. This was supposed to be just audio. Is that okay? Um, 
Because I am not yeah, prepared he, at all for this. I, I was actually just working on my car outside, so I apologize. Oh, really? Time. Yeah, you, they said you it know, was audio um, only. It didn't say video. Uh, they've done know. that. They've done that to me a number of times. No, it's supposed to be video, but jeez, um, oh, I'm sorry. If if no, it's not your fault. It's their fault. But um, if you want to do audio only, that's fine. Uh, that's entirely up to you. Yeah, today that would be great. I mean, I'm here in a flannel. Um, you know, normally you look I'm fine. Really... I mean, you know. <laughs> Don't worry about how you look. It's more about the information anyway. So either way, it's up to you. Yeah, audio would be great for me. I'm so sorry, Jeff. I, I really okay, it, no problem. It definitely audio. Nope. So um, uh, no problem. Yeah. Go ahead. Just flip your video off, and we'll go right into it. Okay, sounds good. Let me see if I can even do that. Hmm. <laughs> there you go. Okay, let's see if that worked. No, yep. not yet. Nope. I still see myself, but I don't know how to. Okay, there we go. I, I think that worked. Did that work? Yep, that worked. Okay, that great. worked. That's fine. Again, All I right, apologize so, about this because uh, I, I would have been so ready for you. I have uh, an entire streaming set up, that's for sure. So, Well, next time, next time you can come on and, you know, you can be all beautiful and stuff. And... <laughs> yeah, I mean, legitimately, <laughs> I, I was literally just under a car changing my fiance's oil, so I had no... Oh, yeah. No clue about this uh, being no, video. No, so. no, 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 no problem. No problem whatsoever. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna touch base with them again and let them know. But um, so let's talk about what we're, what we're here for. I just, I just talked, Jason, about this story that's coming out of the southern border, and I'm gonna read a little bit to you, and then we'll talk about that. It says, according to information obtained by the Washington Examiner, the U.S. Border Patrol has put agents on high alert after discovering that an attempt was made to gather the home addresses of agents with the intention of torturing them and their family and their family members. According to a screenshot shared exclusively with the Washington Examiner on Tuesday night, the FBI has begun an investigation into concerning text message solicitations that asked for the information that the sender claims would be used to target agents. We will pay for the addresses of border agents $200 your way if you get me a Border Patrol agent's address, $1,000 if you get me their mama's address. Text message the state and blah, blah, blah. So <clears throat> so you are the founder of Wimkin and you have also put out some other apps and we'll talk about that, you know, mm -hmm. but um, this is, you know, social media and technology being used by terrorists or people that represent themselves as being terrorist organizations. Yeah. And um, this is something that, you know, you have noted a, a, an increase in, an uptick in on your own platform. Would you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, most definitely. So um, essentially, so within the last seven days now, we have seen an uptick of IP addresses that are signing up for brand new accounts um, from, you know, basically some are, you know, really in the, the Middle East, of course, uh, some coming from Egypt, some coming from Israel, some coming from, you know, I guess, Lebanon and other areas, even Syria. And, you know, we approve accounts before they come to the platform. So as a true free speech platform, we're not going to limit anybody based on their, you know, region. Um, we do have some some fail safes with Nigerians and things of that nature because of the scams that they run. But, mm -hmm. you know, we can't limit these people. So, Essentially, though, what we've seen with some of these new accounts that we've already had to shut down is they're coming on and they're sh they're sharing video that's maybe five or six years old, trying to play it off as, you know, Israel hurting Hamas and, um, you know, going into some really honestly nefarious.
various things that, again, you know, we can put 18 plus warnings and things on videos on our platform. And I, I don't really want to censor it, but it's to the point where we have to really see what this motivation is behind this, because now we have the Digital Services Act out of the, you know, the EU and uh, Thierry Breton out there trying to find platforms like, you know, Twitter X, TikTok, uh, 6% of their legitimately uh, global annual revenue. And, you know, in Facebook's uh, case alone, I think they're on pace to hit about $120 billion this year. So if you think about that, that is going to be higher than, you know, a lot of countries in the world's gross domestic product. So um, I don't feel sorry for Facebook. I don't either. Or Twitter. Trust me. I don't either. <laughs> uh, you know, we have we have the fact that so my old Twitter had 700,000 um, followers on that. And it was a great launching point for Wimkin. You know, um, we didn't have any issues with that. We were never going to be able to compete with Twitter. There's no chance of that, obviously, because we're a more you know niche um, type sure you know, uh, social media, even though we have more features like, you know, live streaming for up to, you know, four hours per post. We have, um, you know, video chat, uh, like essentially our own Zoom and our own Skype system and an encrypted messenger. But it's just, you know, when you have billions and billions of dollars that you're, you had invested in you, you're going to be able to reach more people. There's no doubt about that. But so essentially with, with the Twitter aspect as well, um, when Musk took this over, uh, I was down at CPAC and people were like, you have to get back on. So I tried and tried and tried to get that account reinstated. However, there was no movement on that. So then I signed up for another Wimkin account. Um, it's under Free Speech SM for Free Speech Social Media. And we started because Musk was hurting and I you know, sort of believed in what he was doing. And um, Linda Yaccarino was coming over as CEO. So I wanted to test the waters here. And, you know, their advertisers were jumping out like crazy at that point in time. So I tried to pay $1,500 just to put up, a, you know, a few Wimkin ads in our new Realster product that's a TikTok alternative. And we I got banned again just because I tried to, uh, you know, promote my platform and, and pay Musk. So um, not a so fan of that either. So the censorship continues. Yes, it, it truly does. And it's never going to get better. Yaccarino was certainly not the hire there. And, and that turned away a lot of conservatives that jumped back on. There's no doubt about that. But, but yeah, I mean – I'm not – I'm sorry. I, I have a I have an account there, but I don't use it. I don't use my Facebook account either. As a matter of fact, I post things trying to encourage them to leave Facebook. And uh, so, yes, yeah. I, I get that too. And you know, us as you know, obviously having a free speech platform that we you know have all the features of Facebook actually there. People always ask us, "Well, you're not a true patriot if you're using this." And I'm like, "Listen, you have to understand, we were banned by the app stores for eight months. We were number one on Apple and number one on Google Play when we were banned, being." blame for the alleged insurrection. And that stunted our growth like you would not believe. And our Facebook not page... A true, not, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. Not a true patriot if you're not on this. That that makes absolutely no sense. So you're, 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 your money and your posts are supporting this ideology that is so against American principles and, and founding principles. Why would you support that? Why would you... <laughs> That's what I don't get is I understand people think that, hey, you got to go and you got to participate. You got to fight and you got to be on these platforms for that reason. Well, no, because you're not going to change the platform. It doesn't matter what you say. The platform's not going to change. Get off the platform. Make them go bankrupt. Don't. That's just like the uh, Budweiser, you know, uh, uh, people banning Budweiser and, and make them feel the impact in their pocketbook. That's that's my belief. But that's but definitely how my belief as well. So, but how specifically have you 
So if you notice these different accounts and they're coming in from different different areas that make you think that they have nefarious pur purposes. But what are the posts, what are examples of the posts that you've seen that concern you most as it relates to what's happening uh, in Israel and, and just in the world in general today with terrorism? Well, in doing this for what we've been doing now for three plus years, um, we've seen almost every single fake or altered video that has been put out within those last three years. And some of these videos that they were trying to share, you know, they're they're 10 years old. So first and foremost, you know, we have these accounts coming out there um, in support of Hamas and stating that, you know, Israel is coming over here and killing us. But we're talking about individuals, you know, basically being in a firing squad and things. And, uh, you know, it's it's ironic that I just finished an op ed for um, conservative media platforms regarding this. And, you know, again, me being a, an advocate to stop government censorship and stop, you know, big tech censorship. I want to allow these individuals to have the ability to post something like that, but I certainly would like it to be truthful. I don't want to be known as a misinformation platform, but I also believe that individuals can do their own diligence and form their own opinions. That's what free speech is all about, of course. But, you right. know, some of it is certainly, you know, people are trying to share locations and things, and then we catch the IP address, and that's not correct. Um, you know, even if they're using a proxy, we can still tell exactly where they were. And, you know, we just don't want any real fake actors coming on and trying to first and foremost hurt our platform get us a six percent fine of our global annual revenue of course too would be a bad thing but um yeah. you know legitimately we're just trying to keep the integrity of our platform intact and also you know become known as a real place where people can actually get real news and so we don't want the, becoming oversaturated by one side of you know reports and posts and things of that nature that just completely aren't true about you know right now the the biggest story in the world yeah, and I think that too. The if you look back when the media itself, the mainstream media was more honest. I think it was 60 Minutes that did a report on the clashes between Israelis and Palestinians, and they noted that you know as soon as people knew their cameras were on, then they would basically start acting out these things, and they would they would basically play to the camera, and you know it was. It was kind of their way back then, and this was years ago, of producing propaganda for free. And uh, that report, I'm sure, is out and available on YouTube and other places. But um, you know, this is nothing new. Propaganda has been around. Actually, the Nazis learned it from the U.S. from the Wilson administration, is what the, mm -hmm. the thinking is. And um, you know, so it's it's been around a long time. And the, the dangerous part today that I want to talk to you about, though, is that we're entering an age with artificial intelligence where you can't believe your eyes anymore. Right. Yes, I totally so, agree with that. So, I mean, I was just talking with my daughter on the way to taking her to school, and I, I was telling her about that. And I was saying, you know, someday they'll have a report on TV, say, well, Trump entered, uh, you know, a elementary school in Walla Walla and lit the kids on fire, you know, and it's like, you won't be able to believe what you see because with AI and everything else, it's so easy to create, to create propaganda and lies uh, that it's, it's really scary. So what happens to the discourse when these tools become more frequently used and how do you, how do you plan on policing that? I mean, that's, a, that's an Ooh. impossibility. Yeah, no, I, I'm 100 um, percent 
a lot of the interviews that I've been doing now, Jeff, they, they, we always touch on this at the end because, you know, it's an emerging market, obviously. And I certainly believe that it is going to be used for far more um, nefarious activities than it is going to be used for good. I mean, there's some certain things that it can help with, but even fundamentally, you know, kids are using it to, to breeze through homework and writing essays and things of that nature, which completely takes learning, you know, out of, out of the, the whole entire project that they're, you know, tasked with. But, you know, legitimately, we've seen recently, um, there was a, a really big story about how, you know, these AI actors, they were able to spoof based on a, a, a young teenage girl's uh, voicemail. They were able to, you know, reconstruct her voice and then send basically a, a kidnapping ransom to her mom. And, you wow. know, that's the thing we have to be very, you know, leery of at this point and be very aware of because, you know, us doing these interviews, first and foremost, there's going to be a time probably, especially because, you know, we're we're a hated platform. Um, you know, certainly the left does not like us that, you know, they take something um, where they can just have a snippet of our voice. And then they put that out there. And then just like you said, hey, guess what? This guy said this or, you know, this is him talking about a certain sect of people or he's racist because he said this. Here it is. You know, there you're right. There is absolutely no way to police anything like that due to the fact that there's no competitive, you know, uh, there's no way to shut down that that artificial intelligence. I mean, there, mm -hmm. there are certain things, again, that you can use it for in medical that will be actually be good. Um, I'd imagine that, you know, there are. There are going to be ways to use this in very good manners, but the world isn't very good right now. And I think you probably well, the that world has never it. been. <laughs> yeah. I mean, human nature, human nature. I mean, this is what history has shown us, right? This mm -hmm. is what's going to happen. Um, I need to take a quick break. If you would, please just mute yourself. I take a three-minute break right here, and then if you have the time, would you uh, would you want to come back and uh, join me for the next segment? Oh yeah, most definitely. I'll, I'll mute myself right now. Okay, be right back. Thank you. Patriots, it's me, Wayne Alaroot, otherwise known as War. I have a very special announcement for all of you. My hit show, Wayne Alaroot, Raw and Unfiltered, is coming to the brand new station that's taking over the nation, Blessed News Network. God has opened a door in my life to be part of this amazing new Christian conservative network, live every night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, on our channel on Roku TV, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, and streaming live on the Blessed News iPhone and Android apps. Tune in to watch me drive home the truth and dismantle the fake news narrative with big name nightly guests and exclusive interviews with all the heavy hitters you know and love. 
become part of history as we make America godly again and launch the first faith-centered conservative broadcasting network where Jesus Christ is commander-in-chief of all of our stories and where truth and integrity really matter. Join me Monday through Friday on any of our platforms or on the Blessed News website, blessed.news, where you can stream all the shows for free or you can sign up for Blessed Plus for even more access to Raw and Unfiltered with me, Wayne Allen Root, the hardest working man in show business. Thank you and God bless America. Steel News will be joining the Blessed News Network 11 p.m. weeknights. I'm Ann Vandersteel, and I'm very excited to be a part of the programming put together by Jake Lang. Doesn't matter if he's behind bars, he's a January 6th political hero, as far as I'm concerned. And Steel News will be reporting the truth of everything happening, not only in the swamp, but around the world to help you put into context what's really going on so you can make the best decisions for you and your family. Steel News, 11 p.m. on the Blessed News Network. All right, we are back. I have special guest Jason Jason Shepard, who is the founder of Wimkin and um, several other social media platforms. And one that I want to talk to Jason about here uh, is the TikTok replacement. That is uh, one that interests me primarily because of all the, um, the bad news around TikTok that we've heard about off and on it becomes a major story then it seems to fade away and it comes back so jason if you are back um tell us about that absolutely so um we actually really have not officially launched this as of yet i mean it is in the app store and things but we haven't pushed it because we're still waiting to see what's going on with um you know other states that are going to start banning this on a uh, you know certain level but um you know, essentially, we wanted to build something to keep kids safe. So Realster was built with parental controls. You know, um, parent, parents can go in there and set their age group settings from 0 to 13, 14 to 17, and 18 plus. Um, but obviously, when people hear 18 plus, they think it might be explicit content. We do not allow that, of course. But um, we really wanted to get involved first and foremost with giving individuals, you know, a video sharing app and obviously you know, where people certainly can just watch videos, upload their videos um, up to 10 minutes, obviously, they can put in there, which is different than than TikTok. But we wanted to give people an opportunity, first and foremost, for an app not to be a national security threat with TikTok, of course, being such and, you know, stealing people's information. We wanted to give individuals also a place where, you know, children can be safe, not have the TikTok trends that you see with, uh, you know, kids getting hurt, maimed, uh, and, and in some extreme cases, passing away just because they're seeing something on you know, a video sharing app. So um, that was really our motivation behind that. And I would imagine by the end of this year, we're going to fully launch that because we're in front of 19 states, uh, departments of um, education to actually see if we can you know, get some traction there to get involved you know, with um, kids education, actually starting to have some, some type of actual groups on there to where kids can, you know, I don't know if they're being told TikTok isn't safe. I would hope that they are, but I doubt that. Um, hopefully by their parents there at least are. But um, we want to just get, you know, in front of, you know, a, a new audience and let people know that, you know, TikTok is legitimately destroying a lot about what America is. It's a Chinese app. It's designed to do that. Uh, the mm -hmm. version of TikTok in China, you Chinese individuals can't even access. So that says a lot right there in terms of, you know, yeah. what this is all about. Yeah. But And the Restrict Act, the only real part I believe that Restrict Act actually 
you know, I would be behind is banning apps like TikTok um, because it really does pose a national security threat. I mean, people don't realize when they log into their phone or they log into that app with their, their thumbprint or facial recognition, that app keeps that. It comes down to your passwords, well, sure. your banking passwords. Sure. It has everything. And these journalists that they were that they actually admitted to spying on, you know, it, it comes down to be a very, very difficult situation to, to sift through. And especially, you know, this should have been banned by federal and state um, or forced federal and state employees long ago because this has been. Known well, you about. know, go ahead. I don't know. I don't know how in the weeds and how political you want to get. But the fact is that, you know, it's got to be tough to navigate because even the even you said working with the departments of education. Well, what happens with the Department of Education who's corrupt and who is pushing some of the things that are also destroying our country? And, you know, how do you how do you navigate those waters and how do you uh, you know, how do you educate people as to um you know, parents always use the excuse, I just don't have the time to, to police everything. I don't have the time to watch everything. I don't, you know, and le that's legitimate. I mean, parents are, you know, working oftentimes 12, 14 hours a day. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a challenge. So there's a lot to balance there, but where do people go and how do you plan on uh, reaching that determination as to whether or not this is viable? for you well okay so to be honest with you we started an, another platform it's not so much a platform but it's more education and it's also educating the masses on departments of education and what actually should be in front of students and right. that platform is it's not something that you know we've really discussed outside of our platforms um you know i don't really talk about this on interviews but i'm happy to do it here we have a platform called haltwalt.com um as in walt disney we're trying to get, you know, certain books, you know, out taken out of uh, these, you know, schools and the curriculum. We're mm -hmm. having, you know, a lot of volunteers sign up on the legal side of things, medical professionals due to the whole trans, you know, push um, within schools. Um, we have parents, school board members. We actually have educators that are a part of this network. So um, I think that that's going to be a really great partnership with Realster in terms of actually getting the correct content in front of these departments of education. That's excellent. Well, thank you so much. I do appreciate that. That's excellent. You know what? I mean, you're so I just became this show just became part of the blessed news network. It's blessed dot news. Okay. And it's uh, it's a uh, it's a it's a Christian, obviously Christian conservative platform has lots of shows on it. Um, some of the main some of the more popular conservative shows as well. Um, this is the kind of thing that I think you would get a lot of volunteers to publicize and I'd be happy to help you connect with with those folks because this is important work that you're doing and uh i like i said i'd be happy to, to help you out any way i can so um you know my mission is i'm not in this and i don't make <laughs> i don't make money i can tell you that for sure but but i'm in it because it's the right thing to do and it sounds like just by what you're doing that you are as well and it's it's a pleasure to meet someone who really is a patriot and who understands really what direction is needed in in our country and so often we're targeted and we're made fun of and you know i open the show today talking i always open the show with what's called the signal which is just uh several different stories that are happening and one of the stories i covered today was dylan mulvaney being named attitude magazine's woman of the year Ugh. and um you know, it's it's that, and then we go from that to a judge dismissing Hunter Biden's earlier 
earlier uh, crimes so that he he can clear the way for or she a judge can clear the way for a, a deal a sweetheart deal you know and on his gun charge which you could imagine if it was uh, Donald Jr. how how things would be different and so it's refreshing to see that you know someone like yourself is doing all these things to attack it at the source which is I believe our education system and you know, getting getting kids to understand what America is really about, and we've gone into this whole era of, you know, America being this um, this this cesspool of um, narcissism and uh, instant gratification, and you know, I mean, it's it's just not what it's supposed to be anymore. So anyway, I said all that to say this that I'd love to help you out on those in those areas and uh, feel free to contact me my email by the way is redbloodedpatriots with an s redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com that's my direct email if you want to do that i'll i'll give you my phone number and uh, we can we can uh, coordinate things if you'd like to do that so um I would so be i want to get your thought mm-hmm. yes please well absolutely i want to get your thoughts on you know what I just said about the direction of America and what your what your concerns are and what your hopes are for the, the all the efforts that you're that you're summing up here for us today. Well, unfortunately, right now the direction of America we're going to see it probably get worse than we've ever seen it up into this you know November 2024 election. I mean, we're seeing things that are unprecedented, being trumped, no pun intended almost every single week or at least month, you know, here in. So, um, you know, it, it, you can see the desperation from the left in terms of actually getting, you know, the, the leading candidate completely essentially wiped off the face of the earth, it seems. But it, it seems to be, you know, going against them, which is great uh, and backfiring. But, you know, legitimately, I want to see us have a very secure border. I mean, we're doing this, you know, live right now on a day that is there supposed to be violence all over this country and all over the right. world. And, um, you know, these are things that, you know, me being 42 years old and having a three and six year old, you know, these are things that I don't want them to see. I don't want, you know, anybody to have to worry about going to school or something of this nature just because, you know, there's a, a, a certainly very relaxed border. I mean, we've had the ability when Trump started building his wall, you know, Biden said, we'll never have a wall. And then literally about what, one week ago today, they said, we're going to start building this wall again. I mean, that's because they've let enough in that you're exactly right. And that's to sway these elections. There's nothing else to it. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And uh, people really need to wake up and see that. So I believe you're 100% right when you said, you know, change starts with the Department of Education and obviously parents being aware and talking to their children about, you know, these the evils in this world and obviously evils in our own country. And that's really sad to say that there is an evil aspect of, you know, the administration that is supposed to oversee and govern us all into actually being free people. And, you know, it's just it's amazing. You know, I do about eight to ten interviews a day and every single day there is something new that just astounds me and literally frightens me. So, you know, um, and I am a Christian myself. So, you know, I, I believe that I am working, um, you know, through God and God's working through me to actually get these things out in front of people and let them know that, hey, this, this is a a very significant time in history that's going to shape the rest of this world and certainly this country. And, you know, I think we do that through awareness, Jeff. I mean, I think that's the only thing we can do. And I, I praise you 100% for keeping 
you know, up on this podcast, like you said, you know, there's not much money in it and that's not your goal. And that was, was never my goal either. Um, and certainly Wimkin has suffered uh, ridiculous losses due to the fact that, you know, the, the J6 Select Committee tried to have a shutdown. Big Tech had a shutdown for eight months in the app stores. And, you know, you just have to put all that together, see the agenda and hopefully take motivation from that and say why right. it's so important that you keep keep on going. Right. Um, I'd like to I'd like to ask you if you have the time to stick around for one more segment. Do you have time for that? Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'll be back again in uh, three minutes. Great. Hey, Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. Let's face it, it's getting harder and harder to make ends meet. It's only going to get worse. This inflation is going to continue. As a matter of fact, our dollar is in jeopardy of even existing with the crazies that want to go to the digital currency to control us all. You can go to KirkElliottPhD.com slash The Patriot Review, get all kinds of free, great information, and invest in gold and silver for your future. Our world is full of electromagnetic fields that, even though we can't see them, are affecting our bodies, our sleep, and even our ability to think clearly. The advent of 5G is only making this worse. There is an answer. Visit Fix the World by clicking the link in the Patriot Review show description below to view natural products that can actually protect you from EMF and 5G and even improve your sleep. Skeptical? Get the free Dangers of EMF Radiation ebook free by clicking on its direct link also in the show description. Here's a nutritional hack anyone can master. Replace a meal a day with our kingdom feel. Or, if you're a moth from the gym, add a shake to your daily meal plan. Our unique meal shakes are balanced, low glycemic, rich in fiber, 20 grams of clean protein, essential vitamins and minerals, healthy fat, and organic fruits and vegetables. Kingdom Fuel is vegan with a complete amino acid profile. Bottom line, it's a simple start to a transformed life. No gimmicks, just results. Start today. Hey, Patriots, you can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com when you use the code TPR, that stands for The Patriot Review. That's TPR, or call 800-519-9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. So go ahead, use the code TPR, and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. All right, we are back. If you want to get your hands on some Kingdom Fuel, go to Sherwood.tv slash TPR. Get some special deals, uh, Kingdom Fuel, and many other products that are great for your health. At Sherwood.tv slash TPR. All right, Jason, we were talking about the border and I, an article that I've shared and, and a number that I've shared is that uh, the actual number of people that have been tied to terrorism in, uh, well, I think it's the last year, but it could be the uh, 
the entire time of the Biden administration. But uh, the number is 75,000 people that could be tied, that are tied to terrorism. Um, that's not uh, the number of people on the watch list, but that is people that they suspect. And just today, one of the other stories I covered and the one we opened with talks about really the panic at the border. And, uh, you know, I, I, I made the point, um, geez, you know, who's to blame if something happens? I mean, obviously the scumbag terrorists are to blame for doing what they're doing, but our government right now is basically treasonous. I mean, we have this uniparty. We have both sides of the aisle. One side does something. The other side does nothing about it. And they're putting Americans at risk. There's no other way to to say it. I mean, there's they don't care about the fact that you're a father of, a, I think you said, a three and a six-year-old. They don't care about the children or, the, or this stuff wouldn't be happening. And um, I want to get your thoughts on that. Yeah. And you know what? I believe I've seen the graphic that you're, you're speaking upon. I mean, it has certain, um, you know, terrorist countries, you know, from all over the, the world um, that, you know, people actually suspect of being in this, you know, our, our great United States. But, you know, one thing that graphic does not go to is, you know, where these people are illegally crossing from. We don't know who has left Syria. We don't know who's left Jordan, you know, um, Iran and has gotten through that southern border. We don't know. And also, I don't believe that graphic shows anything about MS-13 and, you know, drug cartels that, um, you know, like the Sinaloas and things of that nature that are crossing every day as well, because those should certainly be, in my opinion, you know, treated as domestic terrorists as well. And, you know, the fentanyl crisis that we are seeing, you know, uh, young children just eating a piece of candy, you know, that's a terrorist activity to me. That is legitimate yes, is. murder. And it is specifically targeting, you know, certain groups. I mean, why would anybody for any other reason want to make, you know, fentanyl look like candy? I mean, it, it's an unprecedented right. time. And for the fact that, you know, we heard for, geez, at least 24 months of, you know, the Biden administration that there is no border crisis. I mean, right. we right. literally heard that. And then now a week ago, we need to continue the wall. So and obviously, right, and here you go. You know, mm -hmm. you got people crossing the border, and the and the video they show. You know, ninety percent of them are military age men, not families. You know, they're showing all these military age men coming across the border, and this is just random uh, video being taken at the border. And the fentanyl thing really, really pisses me off because, you know, I I make the I make the point all the time that. 9-11, I'll never forget where I was on 9-11. Mm -hmm. I actually changed my career. I took a $30,000 pay cut to go in to be a uh, bioterrorism project director for five counties in my state to put together a response plan to be able to respond to smallpox and give immunizations within four days. And um, boy, was that an experience. But um, the, the point is, we fought a war for 20 years, 20 years of, of blood and treasure uh, for 9-11, which we lost 3,000 people, which was a terrible tragedy. Yet our politicians are leaving our borders open and the fentanyl deaths are between 120 and 150,000 a year. And they don't even bat an eye. I mean, folks, if that doesn't tell you how little they care and about how 
this is about a globalist agenda. They're not the agenda is not what's best for the United States anymore with this uniparty. The agenda is what's best for their power and their wealth, and they realize that if they increase that scale from one country to the world, that that will increase exponentially. And these Marxists and communists, uh, and and what I would would really say are fascists. Mm-hmm. Uh, and fascism is a product of the left, not the right. I say this all the time because the product of the right is anarchy, the smallest government possible, no government. That's on the right. Fascism, as as uh, defined, and as you look back through time, the best example, of course, is the National Socialist Party of Germany, also called the Nazis. This is this is what's coming, and uh, this terrorism, uh, to me, is is a tool that they are willing to use to destroy Western civilization, and that is sick. Is that, is that something that you would concur with, or what are your thoughts on that? I concur with you 100%. I mean, just off the top of my head, it's bringing back, you know, memories of, if you recall, you know, after, um, you know, 9-11 and everything, we started another war on drugs, and we were blaming Afghanistan and Pakistan on, you know, the, I guess the world's biggest poppy population of how you started making, you know, opioids and things. But again, when, you know, you're not taking care of your own border and you know, these things are coming across from there, that just blows my mind, as does the fact, I mean, morphine, heroin, and everything started with our government. I mean, it was utilized as, you know, uh, a pain reliever for, for war injuries and things of that nature. And then when the soldiers got addicted to it, they came back home looking for something else. So, you know, we have to really realize that fentanyl was created, you know, by our government and through big pharma. Mm-hmm. And now that they just turn a blind eye to that, I mean, to me, that is the right now, I would say that that is the biggest epidemic slash pandemic in the entire world, because, you know, you've heard stories where, you know, just a little bit of powder on your skin can kill you. And right. we allow this just to openly come across our border and there's nobody down. Well, there there's people trying. There's good people in our government trying. And thank you for doing what you did as well with your counties. But, you know, it's if people don't see that something is wrong, you know, we are teetering on an epic collapse right now. And, you know, we hear this every single election, Jeff, that it's the most important of our lifetime. You know, mm-hmm. 2020 was certainly the most important of our lifetime. 2024 is far more important at this point in time because we are being driven right. off a cliff and we are not safe in our own country anymore. And that is in all honesty, one of the most scary and sad things I think I've ever said. Well, I have right now, I have Wimkin on the screen, and you can't see that, but it says, Biden, guns for everyone except Americans. That's the post I'm looking at. And um, (laughs) I just want to encourage people, get a weapon if you can in your state. Get training. Conceal carry, whatever your state law is. uh, Have that for defense, because even law enforcement will tell you that you are your first line of defense. Law enforcement is not. And especially with America as big, big as it is in response times, um, imagine if the even a few events happen. 75,000 people, that's 1,500 people per state. Of course, they won't divide them that way because they have primary targets. But uh, this is real, folks, and you need to be prepared, and you need to talk to your children about being prepared I asked my daughter today, I told her, you know, what's going on. I said, I, you know, I don't want to scare you. I'm sure they have much bigger targets in mind, but I want you to think about what your response plans are at school. 
and just refresh them in your mind because uh, and this isn't just today, by the way. This is uh, this message that's come out. You know, could be the start of a long-term thing. It's not just about today and then tomorrow comes and and uh, only a couple things happen and we you know we go back to our regular lives, folks. Our regular lives are are changing here and we're going to see some bad things. Unfortunately, I believe. I hope I'm wrong, but. Um, but I want to turn this towards the end here, just with your comments on the whole uh, propaganda in the use on social media again, and what you see as some uh, possible ways to fight it and uh, to identify and fight it, and how the average user can help you do that. So, and that's a great point there, because again, me being against censorship, I believe if we're not able to see the atrocities of, you know, a group like Hamas and, uh, you know, others like ISIS and things, then we really can't formulate an accurate opinion. We're only getting, you know, essentially one side of the story or we're, you know, we have to implicitly trust what the mainstream media tells us. So to me, that is propaganda on its highest level and obviously narrative. If you cannot, if you can't choose what you see and make your own opinion, there's a problem there. But I think the best way to go about this is to allow the content with a, a warning and a graphic warning or something of that nature. Um, I will never go on there and state that, you know, this is a fake video or, you know, potentially I go in the comments and say, hey, this was recorded seven years ago, but make up your own mind. But I think that's what it really comes down to is the users and, you know, our members and members of every single social media and obviously every single person watching, you know, news coverage, they should really Go into their own mind and heart and make up their own opinion on what they're seeing, because, you know, I, I don't know any mainstream media outlets that I can, you know, trust 100 percent. I don't think anybody really can. Um, I know the left is certainly programmed to say that, you know, CNN, MSNBC and, you know, mm-hmm. all liberal outlets that they are, you know, pretty much the word of God, even if the left believes in God anymore. But um <laughs> You know, I really think it comes down to the fact that users need to really know that there is the possibility that someone is trying to, you know, change their mind or their opinion on something. I mean, a lot of Wimkin members already know that, Jeff, because they were already kicked off of other social media uh, companies. Yeah. And, um, you know, just for being conservative and going against banned for say, life. Yes. I'm banned for life on like, YouTube. Like myself, actually. <laughs> but um, <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're out of time. You know, I love the conversation that we had. I'd love to have you back. Um, Tell us where we can go, where people can go to um, to get involved, to find you and your apps. Absolutely. So WIMKIN stands for World Must Know Now. It's just um, the FCC won't let us use the WMKN letters. So uh, we put I's in there, and it's just the sounding out of the name, so it's an acronym. But you can find us on the web version at WIM as in Mary, K-I-N as in Nancy, dot com. You can also search Wimkin in Apple and Google Play. We will come up there. We did beat our App Store bans after eight months of a legal battle. And we also have um, a less political version of Wimkin. Uh, that's at Frenzer.com. Um, and we also have uh, a Frenzer app. You can search for that. Realster is our new TikTok. If you'd like to sign up there and start getting some videos added, um, that's it's R-E-E-L-S-T-E-R. And that website is R-E-E-L-S-T-E-R dot I-O. And we have a video sharing platform as well called TruthLeak. It's T-R-U-T-H-L-E-A-K dot com, where we are essentially like a rumble um, with free speech. And, you know, feel free to share what you like there. And uh, awesome. let's, let's try to get um, let's try to get the world back on the side of common sense if we can. Amen, brother. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, like I said, uh, my email is redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com. If you'd like to uh, 
like to, to work together on some of these things. So thank you so much again. Look forward to talking to you and take care of those kids and that family. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. You as well. And I really appreciate what you're doing. And thank you so much for having me. You bet. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, folks, we are right up against it. We are at the end of the show. Thank you so much for being here. 